Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Megan Whitaker here with Lindsey Teal, and our head coach is joining us today, Jeannie Sutherland. Um, yeah, so we are going to shift gears a little bit. Um, we just talked about National Women's and Sports Days. Um, one of the exciting things coming up now is our season. We are very fortunate. We get to fly to Florida tomorrow. We do not have to drive, um, so <laughs> we are very lucky for that. Um, this will be our first tournament out of seven um this spring so we will be on the road quite a bit over the next 10 to 12 weeks um so if you have any questions for us the text line is open at 402-464-5685 coach what are you most excited for this spring uh, i don't know i'm just so ready to get started I, i i competition is the main thing for me i love to compete and it's really fun it makes everything sort of uh, become crystal clear why you're doing things the way that you're doing them. So I'm ready to get started and see where we are and what we need to do to get better and how we're going to reach our goals this year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's the best part of the first tournament is just being able to take everything we've worked on inside now for a yeah. few months and being able to put that to the course and, like you said, kind of just seeing where we're at, seeing the improvements that we've made or even where we need to make improvements going forward. That's always my that's always the best thing for me coming out of this, out of the winter. Yeah. I'm excited to be able to compete again. It has been what, three, three months now. Yeah. It was about November 1st was the, the last day we all mm-hmm. played together. So back in Florida. So we're headed back. Yeah, right that's back true. Florida. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So our tournament will be 36 holes Monday, 18 holes Tuesday. So mm-hmm. it'll be, yeah, a nice long day Monday, but great weather, I think. Yeah, the weather looks fantastic. We might get some rain Saturday, um, but that's okay. We get to play two practice rounds, which is great. Um, Get some rush shook off on Saturday. Yep. And Mm -hmm. then go out there on Sunday and and really get ready. Yeah. Yeah. What are, Megan, what are some of your goals for this spring or the things you're looking forward to looking past even the first tournament? Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm most excited for just getting to travel again all together I think it's just so much fun um in a team environment and I really like this team is just awesome like Mm -hmm. all the girls are so great it's just been so much fun this year um I'm excited to see what as a team we can accomplish I think we've all worked extremely hard at golf and so much this year um in comparison to previous years has just been on the mental game and some of the yeah things that you and coach Matt have worked with us on that have made us so much better within course management or pre-shot routines or um, committing to shots all of those things I'm just excited to see how we continue to improve on those because we're still not experts at that so yeah I think we'll see a I think we'll see it be a little bit easier to use all of your skills that you've been working on this spring I think in the fall there's been a lot thrown at you that was new and really this spring it's mostly review I, I mean we worked on yeah. pre-shot routine but really that's all uh you've had all that mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of getting focused with it and um using yeah. everything so. yeah I think one of the biggest things even in just the past few weeks as we've worked on pre-shot routine a lot and just a lot of 
even course management stuff that we learned in the fall, um, just kind of putting that all into practice has made me, I think one of the biggest things I've taken from it is just knowing the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing and having to know that because you'll ask us about it or you'll have us go through in great detail every single thing we do in our pre-shot routine and why we do it. Um, so I think that's been the biggest thing for me because I, I've noticed, and even as I went through, I was standing in my room trying to think of my pre-shot routine and the exact movements that I do. And it was really hard when I had to sit down and think about it because a lot of those things I've just done without even knowing or yeah. without knowing why, or I just kind of, oh, I make this step here or I shift my weight here before I hit the ball, but I never, it was just kind of a habit I got into or a little rhythm I got into, but I never thought about why did I put this movement into it or when when did this movement come into it um so that's been really good for me and I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out once we get into tournament um just having a much greater conviction of every single movement I'm doing um and I know we've talked a lot about how it's just saving a lot of energy if you're not Mm -hmm. putting useless energy out to a bunch of things you have no business doing then you're you can just save so much of that and on the 36 whole days, it can be put to much greater yeah. use than just random movements or thoughts. We don't want your pre-shot routine to be about self-awareness. You know, that wasn't the, the goal of having you talk about what you do. But we do want you to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. We want it to be more than a ritual. So if it's just a ritual and you're allowed to kind of think about whatever you want to while you're going through it because you're just so used to doing what you do, um, you sort of escape from being intentional with that. And so we just want you to be intentional and focused on what you want to create as a player. And yeah, so that's, that's where all that started. And Mm -hmm. I think this is the time of year that I always think it's important to work on this because you come out of three months off and you're used to being mechanical and thinking about things that aren't really playing skills. They're more golf swing skills you know yeah mechanical skills so it moves you from that into visualizing and committing and playing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you we were partners um on the range when we were kind of going through all the pre-shot routine stuff a few weeks ago and you want to talk about um how you're incorporating some of the stuff you used from middle school and high school basketball now into golf yeah yeah so i was talking with um our coach about that too when I was talking to you coach Dini on the range um when we were going through that but basically I was just having a hard time when I would go through my pre-shot routine and when I'd be standing over the ball I would have a really hard time um not second guessing or not having these little doubts come into my head right as I'm standing over the ball um and it's actually me and Megan talked about this once it's crazy how many thoughts can go through your head in the one milliseconds of the golf swing it's unbelievable to me like how many things I can think about sometimes I like a thought about breakfast just pops into my head or like (laughs) I don't know doubting my target or it's just like the most random things can pop into my head out of nowhere um and so just a lot of times I'd be second guessing myself and then you know we learn to step off and everything like that but if I wouldn't I would just be in this spiral of thoughts sometimes as as I'm standing over the ball um and so one thing that we had worked on coach was thinking about when I was younger, I would shoot free throws and I was in a lot of free throw contests and I loved doing that. That was one of my well, favorite you didn't things tell me as you a were kid. In contests. We just talked about it. Oh it's yes. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I was, I would travel and do those. And that is really one of my highlights. I loved doing that when I was a kid. Um, 
But anyways, when my when I was very little and my dad was teaching me how to shoot free throws, he was like, okay, well, you need to come up with what your routine's going to be because you can't just be having a different thing every time you step up to the line. Like, it needs to be consistent. It needs to be something you repeat every single time over and over, and the things you're saying in your head need to be the same. Um, so we kind of thought about it, and well, I was like, well, I want to make it simple. You know, I don't like when people are making all these random movements, you know, whatever. Um, and so it just became this really simple thing that I did every time. And I think I started it when I was seven or eight years old and I used it all the way through high school. And if I ever shoot a random free throw now, it's still what's going through my head because it's just that ingrained. Um, but the thing that I really took from the free throws was it would help me get into the rhythm of, um, when I would dribble the ball and kind of where my weight was shifting and then when I would move my eyes to the basket, um, the rhythm of what I was saying and kind of the cadence of how I was saying it just really helped me to sink into it um, and just kind of make everything blend together. So when we were talking about that on the range um, and thinking about what my pre-shot routine would be for golf and how to help that, we kind of worked in that rhythm and that cadence um, and the sequencing with it. Um, And for whatever reason, I had never incorporated that into golf. It was just like this static crickets almost when I would stand over the ball I just had nothing in my head but that a lot of times ended up a lot of random thoughts and chit chat coming into my head so yeah that was that's something that I've been working on and I think it's pretty ingrained now um, after a few weeks of incorporating that rhythmic saying into my head but that that was the main thing that I took from Houston when we worked on that yeah well I sent you guys some videos of like Stefan Curry and and that guy that the rugby player who has the dancing yeah. one. <laughs> that was one of my favorite videos. But, um, yeah, I think athletes in all sports have a routine that allows them to be completely in the moment when they do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's been my biggest takeaway so far this spring. Yeah. yeah. Did you change anything in your routine, Megan? I did. um with my full swing kind of coming up with a, a trigger of now it's time to go because I think I I did the same routine I, I take my two and a half steps into the ball I look at the target I did a lot of um, the same things and I've been doing that for I, I don't even know how long I know the first lesson I ever had with Mike he said well what's your pre-shot routine you yeah. need it like mm-hmm. you need to have the same one because you can't change it just like your dad taught you you can't change it when it's the 18th hole or the first hole like yeah. it needs to be the same for every shot every time but um and I, I noticed it even more when we were in Houston of just well when do you start taking your backswing <laughs> like you look at the target you look back and sometimes like okay I'm gonna check the target again look back at the ball mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. should I check it one more time or you know yeah. is it time to go now and so I have kind of figured out how many looks it is um that, that way there's just no more no additional thinking so what's your trigger uh, once I see the target the second time I'll say see it feel it and I look at it trust it and then go cool. so Very cool. SFT yeah, <laughs> yeah. Such yeah. A, yeah and who who came up with SFT from seven days in utopia yeah Dr. David Cook yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that Dr. is Cook. that is a great book if anyone is that looking is for golf book. yeah book recommendations or the movie and the movie is too. very good too yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah with that timing thing though in the trigger we watched those videos um with Tiger I think it was when they mm-hmm. had um, recorded however many it was of his shots, but it was at the same exact time on the same exact second. Every single time was when he went. So that's, yeah, 
a crazy. trigger. It, it's crazy. Yeah. I've never done that. I know mine was always kind of the same thing. It was when I felt ready or when it just seemed like it was time to go, I would start my swing, but yeah. it makes a lot more sense to have a trigger. It eliminates a lot of things, I think. And his was down to like the, like within a second, like tenths of seconds, yeah. he was the same from no matter what tournament, no matter what shot. Across the years. It didn't matter if it was a driver or an iron. I mean, it was the same. Yeah. yeah. Which was just, it was crazy for me to see that he was that consistent every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of along the same lines, Megan, we did a lot of work on our mental game in the fall and even over the winter. And we had a lot of um, team sessions too when we were working on stuff like that. What are you most looking forward to bringing into the spring from all that work you've put in with that? Yeah, I think um, we did uh, some meditation stuff in the fall as a team and just being able to center yourself and kind of um, just really think clearly and fully be in the present. I think that's going to be really exciting to see how that how that plays into the spring for all of us since we all went through that training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will be back for our final segment in just a few minutes here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Big Red Birdies.